0: You are listening to More Than A Season podcast with Ashley and Brittany. Join us as we walk through what life is like supporting a coach. Real, authentic, behind-the-scenes look of what the support system experiences but no one discusses. So grab a drink, sit back, and listen, because we're about to get real.
1: Hello, hello. Welcome back to our podcast, More Than A Season. Hey. Hi. We are so excited. We have a special guest on our show. This is Shelby. Hey, how are y'all doing? Good, good. Thanks so much for being on. We're so excited to have you, but tell everyone a little bit about yourself.
2: All right. Um, (laughs) My name is Shelby Ashley, and I am a part, not a part of, I guess I created the Football Fashionista. Um, I am a coach's wife. We are going into our eighth season, hopefully, with all of this going on, and we're praying that we have a season. Um, We live, or currently we live, south of Dallas in the DFW area. We live in a little town that's about 20 minutes south of downtown Dallas, so it's really nice to be able to drive in and do some fun things. Um, this, like I said, is our eighth season. We have two little boys. I have, my oldest one is two years old, and uh, we just had one in March, and he is about to turn four months old. So we, along with COVID, we decided, hey, let's have a baby too, and all of this. So um, we have been very lucky to be able to stay home and get to know him and we've enjoyed having Hunter be home with us and not have to go straight back to work. So that's been nice. But, um, yeah,
1: so we're just hanging in there and praying, like I said, for another football season soon. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. And I, I mean, you having a four month old, so you did, you had your baby like in the middle of COVID. So that is, that was an experience of its own. I bet.
2: It was very weird. So I can of course, you know, this all happened around spring break in March and we went and supported our current baseball team. They were in a tournament during spring break and we all got sent home. They closed down the game and I was pregnant. And then that next week we had um, Madden. And so we, I guess four months, we've been in this four months and he has like, we call him my COVID baby because he knows <laughs> no other life than to be at home and poor things. He's mom and dad in a mask when we go out. And so um, it's definitely been a learning experience and something that we're trying to navigate through, but, um, we're excited to go
1: back. So. Yeah, so you said that you moved eight times. So just starting with that, have you only, like, have you been in Texas like solely and moved around or where have you been? Okay. So hold on. We eight season, not moved.
2: Yeah. So <laughs> funny, we have moved, I guess twice. So I'll back it up a little bit. Um, Hunter and I met in college at Texas tech. He is a year older than me, so I met him when he was starting his student teaching. So he had plans to be a baseball coach from the get-go. He thought he was going to be in baseball. That's what he was going to do. So um, it was the spring. He was doing the baseball stuff. I got to know the coaching side a little bit that way. Um, he got a job, which um, so Texas Tech is in Lubbock. He got a job around the Midland-Odessa area. So it wasn't too far from me. So our first year of our relationship, I got you know hit with the true coaching life because he was a baseball (laughs) assistant and a football assistant and so i was driving two and a half hours every friday to go see him go to the game support him and then i would drive back monday morning and make it back to class so we were there for a year and then um, you know as the football life does the new coaching staff came in and we were forced to move and find a different job so we moved that next actually yeah the next year to South Texas, a little town that's just right outside of San Antonio. It's about 35 miles from them. And um, he started all over. He was basically a defensive assistant coach again. Um, And so that was our first move as like a couple. And then we were there for a year and his boss got a job up here in Dallas where we are now. And so we went with him, he got a promotion and now he is the defensive coordinator up here. So although we've only moved twice, um, it was twice in three years, so it was very, like, boom fast, and we hadn't had kids yet, so it was, for us, it was easy just to say, yeah, hey, let's go, you know, we don't really have anything holding us back, um, so it was like an adventure, I was, I'm not that outgoing, but it was very, <laughs> when he came home and said, yeah, and he, like, broke the news to me, he was like, well, Um, He got offered a job and he wants to take, you know, move with us or go with him, be a defensive coordinator. I was like, well, yeah, I mean, that's huge. You can't turn that down. So now we have been here in Dallas for what did I say? This would be our eighth season. So this is going to be our start of our fifth year here. Wow. So, um, yeah
0: and And does he still coach baseball or was
2: that kind of something no okay so that's what yeah that's what I'm sorry so that was um his first job was the only time he's coached baseball and now he is full-on football (laughs) like yeah lives and breathes it he has it pretty easy right now though he is um his second sport is golf so he our second sport I, I I we are very lucky um as you know, golf is very like laid back, relaxed, and of course, he loves to play. So it's like an advantage for him to go to the <laughs> tournaments. But um, yeah, I I have to say our spring is very laid back and easy and relaxed. Football, as you know, is very crazy. But um, yeah, so that's where we are. The moving. I um I was listening to one of y'all's episodes about the moving journey and I was taking some good tips because I know that day is coming where I'm gonna be paying a mover and I've learned from y'all. I'm I'm just paying I'm not doing it myself anymore because we did those first two years, you know, we're like newly married, just, we hardly have anything, but now with two kids, it's a different story. So oh yeah. Oh yeah. I <laughs> bet.
0: Um, does he have to teach too? So he coaches, he coaches golf and then he also coaches obviously football and does he have to teach a class? Yes. So currently
2: he is a credit recovery teacher, which okay. means he is trying to get those students caught up on their credits and get them ready to graduate. So, um, he, it's kind of cool because. He gets to work with the non athletes. So we are actually on the same campus too. And I like that this last year was our first year to be on the same campus. And so it's kind of cool for me because I can see him as a teacher and not just a coach and especially see him with against like or with the other students and not just the athletes. So um, it's very interesting to see that. And another thing um, before he was a credit recovery teacher he taught PE for three and four year olds.
1: (laughs) That's fine. I like
2: that. So you can imagine this football coach who loves to be loud and like energetic and just like, go, go, go. And then he's got three and four year olds where he looks the other way and like the teacher's waving him like, I'm going to take this one to the bathroom. And he's just like, okay, whatever. I don't care. (laughs) So
1: (laughs) So You teach as well. So you guys are like the power team here. So he's got two sports teaching and then you're teaching as well. And then you have your full time business that you do as well with football fashionista. So what do you teach? What are you? Um... So I
2: am a special education teacher. I teach at the high school.
1: Um, when I tell people that
2: they look at me and they're like, how do you do high school students? But I love the high school students. They, um, they keep me on my toes and I like it that I can give them a hard time. They give me a hard time back. And, um, you know, there's been times where he has applied for other jobs and the question has been, you know, maybe the possibility of me teaching at another campus or in another school district. And I love being on the same campus with those football players, with the athletes. I think it's so cool for like me. And I think it's very important as a coach's wife to have a relationship with the students and the athletes the same time and just see how they interact. And they really like it because they see me in the hallway and they're like, Hey, Miss Ashley, how are you? Or I ask how the boys are. And so it's really cool to be on that same page as he is with the athletes. And so um, I teach special ed education or special education uh, nine through 12. And then, of course, he does recovery. So I started um, the football fashionista, let's see, it's 2020 in March of 2018. And so, kind of the backstory of that is I can remember sitting in college like 10 years ago. Um, everybody was like out partying having their college life and I would be sitting in my dorm just like knee deep in blogs and I would read them and I, it was kind of weird I, I told Hunter, I was like it's kind of weird like I'm obsessed reading about other people's lives but, but that's but that's like the whole point of it and that's what people do is they want to read and they want to know and so I I kind of kicked myself and I wish I would have started way back then but then I got to thinking you know that's not the plan that Was meant for me. Like it's cool now that I have a story. So last year, or I guess it was the Christmas of 2018, or I'm sorry, 2017. I set a goal. I always write down like goals for the next year, and like you know, I'm going to start a blog. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do my research. And so my goal was to do it in August. I was like going to kick it off, start it of August 2018 um, football season, and like come out with it. But January, I hit it, and I just like hit the ground running. I created it. I got it going. And so by March 1st, I was like, ready. I was like, I'm not going to wait till August to do this. And so um, I kicked it off March 1st of 2018. And it was just so exciting. And um, I was so glad that I did it. I've kind of been one that's always been afraid of what other people think or thought. And so I definitely um, had to let that go whenever I started to do all this. Now, whenever I did that or whenever I launched it, we had just had our oldest one, Callen. And so I was juggling him. I was juggling the blog. I was juggling. I also was going to start my masters in August. Oh <laughs> so my girl, gosh. You never stop. <laughs> you go like not stop. I know, and I, I I never think of it. So I I just I never thought like oh this is too much because I'm a huge planner and that's kind of funny. People who know like coaches' wives are like, how can you plan with such like an unknown? But to me, that's the key. Like you have to plan and like know what's going on to survive this lifestyle that we live, and even though the, it doesn't always go according to plan, like if I know, okay, he's at practice, well, then I can set aside time and get this done, so um, I started that, and whenever I was coming up with it, I was talking to Hunter about it, you know, and he was like, oh, that's cool, you're like, he cares, whatever, um, no, but he has been very supportive of it, but anyways, so I've always been in kind of into fashion and I always give my mom credit she was the one who when we left the house she made sure we were dressed nicely she never really left looking like a slob like I do sometimes now <laughs> <laughs> but um so I knew I, I wanted to always do it with fashion but I also know there's a thousand other fashion bloggers out there who are totally huge and successful and I knew I had to do something that set myself apart so I threw in the football um football fashionista I was like you know what there's not really an outlet for other women to connect with. I mean, there's a few that y'all, I'm sure y'all are a part of now, but back then there there wasn't that many. And I was like, I want people or women to be able to come and come to me and know that you don't just have to be the coach's wife that's slaying over the dishes every day, taking care of the children. Because a lot of people, they think coach's wife and they see a tired mom who doesn't have time for herself and is taking care of the family. And I just wanted a space where women could come see that you know fashion can be fun or it's okay to dress nice and be yourself and still feel good and be your like express yourself you don't have to be the coach's wife who's sitting over the dishes doing all the laundry like it's okay to have time for yourself and to take care of you so I started the football fashionista with hopes that women could connect and like get inspiration and encourage them to dress up go out um do something for yourself and not just sit at home and wait for your husband to come home and wash his next bowl of tupperware. Or
1: something yeah, like no, I love That's that. Awesome. Yeah, we we had just had an episode that we um the identity it was all about having your own an identity and so that yeah. basically encompasses
0: everything that yeah. we had just talked about. That's so yeah. interesting because I feel like you know a lot of the times like especially if people think they have to work or do something like you know, a nine to five or something practical. And, you know, like you went out of the box and you're like, no, I'm going to do this because I'm passionate about it. And that's awesome. I think that's really, really inspiring. Yeah. Yeah, My
1: next question though for you is literally how do you, so you have all these things going on. (laughs) So how do you and your husband, like, what do you have like a designated day that you guys spend time to get like date night or like, where do you fit each other in? Do you like, you know, kind of wink through the hallway, like as you pass each other? (laughs) Okay, so before
2: kids, we had, I don't want to say all the time in the world, but um, with his work schedule, you know, usually they work during the week, late night, Saturday mornings, they're up, and then about Saturday afternoon-ish, they're done until Sunday, and so we would usually always go out to eat or do something Saturday night, movies, rent a movie at home, something, you know, make time for ourselves. Of course, you have kids. Um, it's even lucky, like we're lucky if we sit at the dinner table together now. And so, um, I, I won't lie. We, we struggle with that sometimes. Um, we, we, he's gone so much. So of course, when he's home, we want to be together with the kids. And so sometimes we feel guilty to leave them and to not spend that time. But since COVID has started, we, um, we've been able to talk about it more and really be intentional about that time. And so, luckily, we have a really good babysitter that we can hire, and we um, have made a promise to twice a month at least get her to come. And we just, I guess, go drive around right now. But um, as it's starting to open up more, (laughs) yeah, as it's starting to open up more, you know, go out to eat, um, just go to the grocery store together. Like, even that's hard sometimes because you're wrangling kids. Just spend that one on one time together and be able to go on the date nights and do that stuff. Now, at home, what we try to do, because Um, when we, where we can't get a babysitter or just during the week, we, we are very scheduled or I'm very scheduled. My, everyone makes fun of me because they laugh at my planner, but, um, it's just something that I think is really important. And it's like my biggest piece of advice for people with kids and who live the coaching life is you have to, you have to have a schedule or some kind of routine. And so my kids know, you know, we shower, we go to bed and we put them in bed early. Like we try to get them asleep by seven 8 o'clock. And so then after they're in bed, we, that's when we go to like the living room, watch the show, just kind of unwind, talk about our day, stuff like that. So even, it doesn't have to be something extravagant that you do all the time, but just really making your time intentional and not just sitting on the couch and looking at your phone or scrolling Twitter or watching film. Like I sometimes, you know, have to pull him off the laptop and say, Hey, I'm over here. Like, <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> but, awesome. uh, so he has, um, obviously Texas high school football, like the best of the best football out there for high school level. So what does his schedule look like then? Cause you're saying, you know, you still have time at least at night to, to hang really, out. So does he go in early in the morning? Obviously yes. school starts. So does he go in like super early?
2: Yes. So, weekdays, Monday through Friday, he leaves about like 5 a.m. every morning. He's up and out the door at 5 a.m. So that leaves me now. Well, now it will be two kids to get to school. Luckily, they go to the same school right now. So that'll be a pretty easy drop off. But um, yes, mornings, I tackle mornings. I get up, get dressed, do all of that. He leaves about 5 a.m. It depends on, of course, their workout schedule or their practice schedule that morning. But on how late the evenings are, um, sometimes he's home as early as six, sometimes he's not home till eight, nine o'clock. It just depends on how the practice goes, what they need to do. If they had a good practice, you know, they'll come home, finish some stuff, or I'm sorry, come home, head back into the field house, do a couple of things, wrap up, head home. If it was a bad practice, you know, they look at what they can adjust for the next day to get ready for Friday um Thursdays of course they always have their sub varsity games so he as the uh, the defensive coordinator he's got to be at those to just work be there see how the other team looks stuff like that um Fridays of course I mean he leaves at 5 a.m in the morning and Of course, we see him at the games. And then, honestly, there's sometimes he's not home till 2 or 3 in the morning. Uh, By the time they get home, unload the bus, watch film, break down film. Um, If it's a loss, it's probably even later because he doesn't want to come home (laughs) and go to bed. If it's a win, it's a good night. And he's home a little bit earlier. Um, Saturday mornings, they're up. He kind of takes it slow, but he tries to be back at the office by like 9 a.m. Um, just because if he can get in earlier on Saturdays, then he gets home like early afternoon ish that, or yeah, that evening, I guess. But, um, with him being a coordinator, you know, there's a lot of added responsibility. He's got to not only get his things organized and ready for what they need to adjust for next week. He's got to do it for his other coaches that he has on his side of the ball. And then of course he has to do things for the players and get them ready um they watch film they you know break down film they talk to the players they come in and they get treated with by the trainer you know all of the the normal procedures that they do and then sometimes he just sometimes he just stays up here because I know that he needs it I know if it's a you know it's a loss or a win no matter what he has to have his time on Saturdays to kind of decompress and either get over it or get excited for the next week um, yeah, and that's
1: it's a lot, I just, I'm like yeah. listening and like you, like, I just admire you so much because you are not only supporting him, but you're also having all these other things that you have to take care of as well. And I feel like a lot of our like followers that we have, um, they are, um, high school football as well. Like wives, mm-hmm. I'm not like we have a bunch, but I just thinking of what comes to mind is just you know, since you've been through it, um, for eight seasons now, would there be something that you would tell someone that's new to this? Like, what would you say, you know, through all of the scheduling, all of that, that you would tell like eight seasons ago, you, if you would have (laughs) known
2: now. Yeah. So like I said, when I first started, he was student teaching and doing the baseball stuff. And so I knew baseball and that already was a ton of work. And then when he went into the fall for football, I mean, it was hard. I'm not going to lie. I was calling him, texting him, Hey, where are you going to be home? When are you going to be home? And we all know the 15 minutes does not mean 15 minutes. It's like, <laughs> Hey, two hours later, I'll be there. Um, and you have to learn to be a hundred percent committed. And I don't mean that in a way of like, you cannot, like you said, you have to have your identity too. And I, so I don't mean you have to be hundred percent committed and you can't be your own self, but you have to understand, like you can't make plans in the fall. Like, we have weddings. Well, I'll be going to those by myself or my, you know, and my, our families are both very good about understanding. Um, if, if I'm coming down or if I'm coming home, you know, I'll be coming by myself. Hunter has to stay and work and do all of that. So I would definitely say you have to be hundred percent committed, but still make sure that you understand that it doesn't mean he's taking things away from you or your relationship. Um, you kind of also have to be understanding of each other. So Hunter is very good about knowing what I need, like, I'm the person who needs to communicate. And so he's very good about telling me what's going on. And so you have to make sure that you and your girlfriend, or it's not girlfriend, sorry, husband, spouse, significant other. I guess they're, I mean, yeah, they're opposite. But um, the other person in the relationship understands what you need to, because even the five minutes that you get at midnight, maybe that you say hello, if they just talk to you about what's going on or how your day is, it makes you feel so much better and not so much alone. So, um, that's something I had to learn quick and I'm very, we've come a long way and I know, I mean, there's still hard days, obviously you get, it is, it is very lonely and y'all both know, I mean, y'all, y'all experience the same thing with being at the college level, but it's definitely something that you have to get used to and it can get lonely. And I've always, I, I've talked about this a little bit too you have to kind of build your tribe and you have to have your girl and other coaches wives and you have to be open and it can be very intimidating at the beginning because you walk into a group of ladies and you know how we can be sometimes and so it's pretty scary but I would also say you know make sure you embrace each other and help each other out and I have a really good group of ladies and coaches wives that I have um, to help support me and you know we ride to games together we hang out together we call each other to vent sometimes and um, or just see how things are going. So that, that's my biggest advice. And it's something that I think has really helped us going into season eight and hopefully into the future too with all of that.
0: So. And you and you touched on this earlier about how you guys have like or how you have a good relationship with like the players, with Mm -hmm. his players and stuff like that. We got a question and I think you'd be the perfect person to answer because this is like your eighth season, like you've said. But we got a question that someone's kind of just starting out in the high school world and -hmm. they want to know how to build that relationship with players and not really come across as like. Mama bear, yes, mom.
1: Yeah, because (laughs) Brittany and I can't answer that just because I feel like at the college level it's a little bit different. We're not, we don't see them. I guess we don't get to interact like Mm -hmm. high school. So please give, give, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah,
2: So um, Hunter and I have actually talked about this a lot because going into it, I was very scared because I did not want them to think I was trying to be their mom or take the place of a mom or anything like that. But I also wanted to know like I cared about them and I wanted what was best for them. And I mean, you get attached to those boys even, I mean, before I even had kids, you know, when they graduate, it was sad cause they left and you never know if you'd see them again. And so the one thing I love to do is I just love to be there for them. So um, of course, along with the blog, comes photography. And so I will go to their practices. Sometimes after school, I'll go to their, you know, their scrimmages, I'll take pictures of them. Um, and then I share them with our AD and he like gives them the pictures. And so they know that, Hey, coach Ashley's wife took those pictures for you, whatever. And, um, and that, I know that's something simple, not everybody can do it, but just find something, like if it's bringing cookies up there just for the day or after practice. I know a lot of coaches' wives in the high school level, they like to do popsicles because it's so hot in Texas sometimes. After practice, they'll take popsicles up there just after practice for them to enjoy. And it's And it's not anything to take the place of anybody, but just to know that you care about them and you want what's best for them. And as the years go on, and like I said, this would be our fifth year here, um, they start to know and like they'll come to you and they'll talk to you and say, hey, and especially with me being a teacher and on the same campus, I don't know how many times I, <laughs> I can tell y'all I have football boys at lunch trying to finish a p- homework that was due next period. Like, yeah, yeah. like they they start to trust you and you just want to build their relationship where they can trust you and they know that they can come to you. And another big thing that we do is um, we do this in the team dinners every week. And so um, it's fun to, for them to see Hunter and I as not a teacher, not a coach, but as like a husband, a wife, a mom and dad. And so um, Callan, he loves to call him the football boys. And so when they come over, he goes, football boys, football boys, they come over. And so you know, it's cool to see them have a relationship with our kids too. And hopefully when, um, we talk about this, but when Callan gets older, he'll get to go to practices and help and be around them even more. But the team dinners is something that's really special to us. Um, we get to have them come over. They just get to be kids. They don't have to be a football player and athlete and have the pressure of Hunter getting onto them every play or all of that. It's just more relaxing and it's cool to see them on that one-on-one level, of them just being a kid and enjoying our home and the food. I mean, it's hard to find cook for twenty. 20- High school boys, <laughs> yeah. but but I've learned the tips and tricks. So if you ever want to talk about that, we can talk talk about that for cooking for those. <laughs> so
1: no, that's awesome. I think team dinners, especially. Um, I've I haven't hosted them yet because I'm still new to the game. But I think that that is one of the most important things, is because they see you like in your element and kind mm-hmm. of like what you're saying, like this you know, wife, and, you know, here's your home, and you're opening up your home to them, and I just think that is, like, so important, so that's a good one, for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome.
2: These are young, like, we talk about all the time, these are young men, and a lot of them, or a lot of them that we have been around don't have the father figure in their life, or some of them don't have a mom, or they live with grandparents, and so we always want them to see how they should treat others, or they should be treated, too, by their significant other when they get older, we want them to know that that's a relationship that's important to have It's someone you can trust and just to be there for them through that. I think is really important too. So.
1: No, that's awesome. I really, I do think that's great. Yeah. I just, I, I love hearing that though, because a lot of the listeners have asked us that and I just um, I think that players just evolve over time and you, sometimes we forget that they're only like 18, like 18 year old, you know, 17. And so I mean, if I look back at what I was at like 18, I just am not the same. So you get to be a part of kind of like molding them of who they are, which is super cool.
2: Oh, yeah. And it's so special when they send you a graduation announcement or they, I mean, Hunter still will run into players. Um, We actually ran into one we were headed to West Texas and we saw him at a gas station in West Texas. And it was just so cool. You know, he walked up to him and gave him a big hug and just told him, and it's just so cool to see them succeeding and getting a job and just becoming a young man and successful. And that's all you want for them. We know football isn't everything, but we want of course to help shape them to become better people. So it's just so cool and satisfying.
0: Perfect. Okay. Last thing, if there's one thing you can give advice on any part of football life if you want to talk about your blog, what's your advice to our listeners? So my advice, I'm going to kind of talk about navigating through the
2: coaching why life for lifestyle is, I don't know everything, but I'll just tell you what's worked for me. So, um, you definitely have to find the motivation to still be yourself. So, um, as I was going through our schedule of his work life, you know, it can be very, it can be very Challenging and very tiring, and something that I have found that I like. Of course, not right now in COVID because I don't have anywhere to go. But in season, I get up early. I make sure to make time for myself. Um, I work out in the morning, and that's kind of where I like do some of my blog work before I have to start getting ready for work and head out the door. But you definitely, it's it's great. I mean, we we all know we support our husbands a thousand percent. But it's okay to be yourself, and it's okay to do something for yourself because initially if you are not happy then you won't be happy in the relationship and so I think with our Hunter and I talk about all the time football and just coaching period is very selfish like it's something that brings him joy and he gets to go to it every day and like he doesn't even call it his job because he loves it so much and so you have to find that and you have to find that happiness and sometimes it is it's okay to be happy and like find your happy as a stay-at-home mom for me I I enjoy teaching and I enjoy leaving my home too but that's not everything to me I love my kids and I the blog has just been something that it's my creative outlet um I think that was also what I struggled with at the beginning is I didn't have anything to do. I would literally sit on the couch and wait for him to get home every day. And so now with the blog, you know, it keeps me busy. Um, I create outfits, take pictures. um, And I know also coaching is not, or at least high school football in some areas is not the best paid i guess you could say and so that's another thing i try to do with my blog is create outfits and looks that we can afford or just recreate just to give the other coaches wives the push of motivation to be themselves and have fun with it and ultimately it's football isn't everything but to us it is and so we so we try to i just want to encourage others to be themselves and do um something for themselves to make them feel better. So
0: thank you so much for talking with us. We had such a good time getting to know you.
2: Hopefully, hopefully I gave some kind of insight and I don't know, an exciting time to what's going on right now and kind of uplifting and let's all pray we have football in the fall.
0: (laughs) Seriously, We hope so. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this on More Than a Season podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at more than a season underscore women's guide for the latest updates. You can also follow our personal Instagram accounts at Ashley M. Kramer and Britt Labby. We would love it if you would download, subscribe, and leave us a
1: review on your choice of platform. Thank you so much. See you next time.